Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Safety Up, your weekly podcast on safety and OSHA topics, brought to you by ClaimShield, your safety experts. My name is Gavin, and my co-host, Eric, and I scour questions sent to us each week by listeners just like you, and we pick one of those questions to feature on this podcast, which we release every Monday morning so you can get the week off to a safe start. That's exactly right. Our mission here at Safety Up is to make sure our listeners go home safe at the end of every workday by discussing safety in the workplace and on the job site. We want everyone to remember that it is their legal right to work in a healthy and safe environment, and no one should ever have to be injured or be killed just because they're trying to earn a paycheck. Yes, we do feel pretty strongly about that. Today's safety topic is actually a continuation from last week. If you'll remember, a listener sent in a question about working safely during the winter months. Last week, we covered cold stress for people that must work outside in the elements. This week, I believe we're going to cover driving safely in winter conditions, unless you're making one of your last-minute revisions and going off on some other topic we didn't discuss in the meeting. You know, I realize I do that on occasion, but it's hardly every week, and I have good reasons for doing it when it does happen. It's hardly worth that level of snark. Everything you do is worthy of some level of snark. And as a proud card-carrying member of the millennial generation, I have an abundance of snark at my disposal. Trust me, I have plenty to go around. Okay, you got me. I can't argue that fact. Wise choice. Now, are we discussing safe driving winter weather today? We are. See, that snarky comment was completely wasted, even if you do have a large supply of it. No, you don't understand. My generation naturally produces snark at alarming levels. If we don't let it out on a regular basis, it builds up to the point that it's impossible to have a normal conversation with anyone. Uh Uh-huh. You do realize that your generation's level of snark is matched only by my generation's level of cynicism, right? I've seen evidence to that fact. That's what makes our weekly discussion so interesting. Right. So, moving on. It's a proven statistic that of all the hazards employees face on a regular basis, slips, trips, and falls, electrocutions, struck by falling objects or heavy equipment, dangerous chemicals, etc., etc., the most common cause of employee injuries is vehicle collisions, and driving on slick roads just doubles or even triples that risk. So car accidents are... Uh, 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 uh. We don't use the A word on this podcast. Uh, which A word? That was uncalled for. No, we don't use the word accident. When it comes to employee injuries and fatalities, there is no such thing as an accident. We use the word incident instead, or in the case of vehicles, collision. Oh, for the love of... Fine. So vehicle collisions are more common than anything else for employees? Exactly. And that's under normal weather conditions. Like I said, if you add snow or ice to the equation, the risk more than doubles. So how do you mitigate that risk? Excellent question. And as is frequently the case, it comes down to employee training. Companies with vehicles that are regularly driven by employees need a solid policy on how those vehicles are to be driven, combined with training on safe and defensive driving, with even more specific training on winter driving. So... What advice do you have for those who drive company vehicles, oh wise and wonderful safety sage? You just can't help it with the snark, can you? I tried to tell you. 
you and I are going to have to have a talk after the show. No, we aren't. I scheduled this so you had a training right afterwards. You bastard. Anyway, the biggest piece of advice I have for employees driving during winter weather is, and you might want to write this down, slow the f*** down. Wow, now who's being snarky? You must be contagious. Seriously, people, you simply cannot drive a vehicle in the snow the same way you would on dry pavement. You need to reduce your speed by at least 25%, sometimes by a lot more, depending on the actual road conditions. If there's three inches of snow on the roadway and you're driving 60 miles per hour, you're going to have a bad day. So slow it down. Seriously, if I could just convince employees to reduce their speed while driving in bad weather, we could reduce vehicle collisions by half. Now, I also have some advice for employers. This should be good. Well, the sad truth is that employees are going to engage in whatever behavior that the company allows them to get away with. So my advice to employers is to establish a firm driving behavior policy Equip your vehicles with GPS transponders and dash cameras to monitor driver behavior. And, this is the important part, enforce that policy with both rewards for good driving behavior and penalties for bad driving behavior. Once an example is made of one or two employees, the rest will immediately start following the policy. A written safety policy is worthless without enforcement by the company. And I assume that goes for any safety topic, not just driving. Exactly. And let me expand on that a little further. OSHA will never come after an employee for any safety violation. The company is the one that is cited and fined. So even if a company has a comprehensive safety program with hundreds of policies, if they allow their employees to violate those policies without consequence, that safety program is worthless as a defense if OSHA shows up. The compliance officer is also going to ask for disciplinary records proving that the company has an enforcement policy for their safety program. If they don't have those records, then OSHA will know that the safety program is only there for show and tell, not as an actual program designed to prevent employee injuries. And companies actually do that? Create safety policies they have no intention of enforcing? Absolutely. I used to work for one a long time ago, and there's a good reason I don't work for them anymore. They wanted to look good on paper as far as safety was concerned, but when it came right down to it, they didn't give a damn about actual employee safety in the field. To me, that's worse than having no safety policy at all. I can see why you feel so strongly about this now. Good to know. And that brings us to the end of this episode. If you want to send us a question or comment, you can reach us by email at safetyup at claimshieldpro.com, at claimshield on Twitter, at ClaimShieldPro on Instagram or Facebook.com slash ClaimShieldPro on Facebook. Until next week, thanks for listening and remember to slow down and drive safe. S-S-S-S-A-T-Y Safe, 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 saf